Welcome to a podcast. A good podcast about board games and my wife. A very good podcast in which I persuade her. Also, let's not start by saying board games. We don't understand it yet. Is it, yeah, but it's ironic. Why is it ironic? What's the irony? I think maybe this is a good intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you just record that? <laughs> I think I've got the end half of you doing an impression of me. That was a good impression, wasn't it? You, you'll, no, li- you'll, like... you'll listen back and wow, was that me? It sounds like that green woman in yeah. Monsters, Inc. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I don't think I sound like that. I think you sound exactly like that. <laughs> Isn't she a slug? <laughs> She's a big old slug. Oh. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> That's not a very good early birthday present, is it? What do we call a big old slug? No. <laughs> Merry birthday. <laughs> Um, you're not a big old slug. There you go. That's the compliment. That's the compliment. I'm going to give you. Is you're not a big old slug. Um, oh, oh what's up? What's up? He doesn't want you to call me a slug. Wife, or, or he loves it. <laughs> and he's like, no more. <laughs> anyway, what's we get back get back on track? Let's get this train back on the tracks. That suggests there's been a derailment. That's the derailment. The spaniel just. <laughs> You have to. So much of you is edited out of this podcast. Also, I can't edit out. What are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a sea lion. Calm down, please. He's giving a whole load of crazy eye there. Mm. Would you like to introduce the podcast? Right, so no, back on the track. The tracks, the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Dog is going. What's wrong with you? you? Are you okay? What's up? He's feeling funny, his tail's going. It's going to be a hard record, isn't it? Sometimes, uh, we've just been on a walk, and sometimes after we get back for a walk, our adorable spaniel, Rupert, has about a half an hour of zoomies. I'm not sure why, because it's quite a long walk, and we're all knackered. Hello. Now he's going to, he's going to, now he, oh, there you go, you've heard that. Shake by the mic. Now you're going to, press the keys. You're being a bit um, of a diva, really. Right, so anyway, back on track. <laughs> He's just going to push the microphone over. <laughs> so back on track. We're back on track now. And the track that we're on is your birthday. You need to introduce the podcast. That's all right. <laughs> that's what we're doing. But, 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 yeah, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, do that first. So welcome to Ball Games with my wife, a Burble Games podcast with me, Jack, and my wife, Lottie. Sup, sup, sup. Your birthday's coming up soon. It is. In and around this area, in and around January, one of them yeah. January kids, you know, after Christmas sort of time. So you, We are the after Christmas you, brigade. <laughs> you get all your gifts one we, lump part no, of the year. we get, like, this is a birthday and Christmas present, and we're like, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Or you get like, the leftover things from Christmas as well for your birthday. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But it happens. It happens, I'm not yeah. complaining. I'm still it sounds like you are complaining a little bit, yes. Yeah, I am complaining. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's my birthday coming up. So each... It's my, it's my, it's birth- my birthday. I am the Queen. And each year, Jack and I do a episode for our top 20 games. Last year, I did an episode for my top 20 games. And this year is an updated version. <laughs> you got We're that? allowed to recycle. It's allowed. That's part of this. That's, that's that guaranteed. Two two episodes a year. That's Content. Bang. Two, done. Yeah, exactly. Put, put a sticker on it. So ship it out. Also, one might think, well, aren't you just going to say the same games as last year? Oh, here we go. Right. So I've got many problems with this. <laughs> the thing is, I wouldn't say the same game. Well, I, there probably will be some crossover. That's just life. But I have no system. Um... So most people, most people cultivate 
a list of games it's like the top maybe top 10 some people top 20 some people it's even top 100 top 200 for some people even and that's a very carefully cultivated list and it's like what moves up what moves down new games that come in are they going to break into the top 20 you know is it really changing that much year on year on year maybe there's a bit of movement around but it's kind of like those are the games that are your favorite what is your approach i think we can encapsulate my whole approach with one word, which is scattergun, <laughs> which is I'm just gonna you basically just choose listed, what I fancy. Yeah, you basically just listed your twenty favourite games as of right now, pretty much. Yeah. Which to be fair, is, I, don't, is I, don't, the list. I don't want to, I don't want to track it. I you don't, don't want, want the admin. To, I, I hate admin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And I want to do it because it's my birthday. <laughs> so I've got your last so if anyone's gonna do admin, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know, I've done the admin already. I've got your last twenty games, your twenty ranked twenty games last that was year. That's organized of you. Um and then I last year I, I guessed and if memory serves, I got about eleven right last year. I didn't do very I think well. It was last just year. over half. Yeah. yeah, just over half, which wasn't very, which wasn't very good. Um, I've got, got again this year, and I thought, okay, well, I've got to get in the mindset of a scattergunner. I've got to get in the mindset of a scattergunner. So my approach was, I'm going to ignore your list from last year <laughs> and just go into where the games are and just look and just see the things I think you'd pick. That was my approach. I think that's a fair. I. That's probably what I would have done. That is what I did, basically. So uh, will I fare better this year, or will I fare worse? Can you beat 11 is the question. Yeah. I think Do you know a... me better this year than you did last year? Or am I but it's harder this year. But it's, but it's harder this year, because I've got last year's list, which could be completely red herring, because it could be it could be in 20 different games. You never know. Before we get to that, shall we tell the good people what's caught our eyes? So, caught our eyes. Eyeballs have been glued onto things. That's, oh. that's, that's horrible. That's like torture. <laughs> We have been looking at things. I've got something this week, as I always do, because I'm always well prepared, you know. That's me. Um, this is the one piece of admin you do do, because you do usually come prepared for this. This isn't administrative, though. This is just browsing. No, fair enough, yeah. This is just <laughs> engaging lightly in a bit of capitalism. Which, you're, which is your favourite pastime. That's going to be the name of your autobiography. <laughs> engaging? That would be your autobiography. No, no I would be engaging heavily in a bit of capitalism yeah. and, just, and, just, and just feeling my soul slowly crumble away. <laughs> I do some soul repair. Should I tell you what's caught my eye? Yes. Um, what's caught my eye this week? And this came via the Thirsty Meeples newsletter, which if you're a long-time listener, you'll know that I like a newsletter. You do um, like a newsletter, yes. And I would recommend signing up for this newsletter if you aren't already. Thirsty Meeples, if you don't know, are a chain of board game shops, the one that exists in Oxford that we went to every year ago now after this blasted pandemic. Uh, but it's a really lovely shop, has great staff and always a great collection. And they're newsletter and their website curation is equally brilliant so the game that's caught my eye is called one small step and it's published by academy games and the reason this has caught my eye is because jack and i have spoken quite often actually recently about twilight struggle and we love that game but we kind of feel like we've got to the end of its um appeal for us just because the replay is so similar so in one small step the crux of the game is you lead the united states or soviet union space agency in an engine building worker placement race for the moon euro game so it kind of takes the narrative of twilight struggle which jack and i love we love that period of history and we puts it into an engine builder worker placement which is much more up our street in terms of can we replay it can we replay it often and get something out of it and the design is pretty dry but you know it's a 
it's an engine builder about a space race. But it's got a bleakness to it that is quite apt of space. Yeah, well, the the cover, mm. yes, I agree with you. But if you actually look at the board... And You're the... a bit of a stickler for a... I think this is perfectly... I think it's a perfectly nice-looking game with the board. I quite like it. It looks scientific. It's got a bit of like a terraforming Mars meets like a... Yeah, it's got like a, it's got like a sparsity and a bleakness that kind of gives you a feel of space. Yeah, I don't mind that. But also, you know, I like pizzazz. You do like you do like pizzazz, yeah. but one small step. Have you heard of this before? I I have seen this. It wasn't it wasn't one that I'd heard of. I I def, I've definitely seen this. I looked at it and thought, oh, this looks like possibly up our street. Mm-hmm. I remember, I can't remember where I've seen it at some point. Um, but yeah, the, the, yeah, this I I was aware of this, but I couldn't have remember, remembered it and those yeah. sorts of things. So. so this is a new release, uh, but you will be able to buy it as well, of Tuesday, the nineteenth of January. Yeah, so it must have come out in twenty twenty. Just been just been making its way to stores, which is cool. I wonder if it was a Kickstarter or something. I don't uh, know. But yeah, so yeah, that, that looks fair. That, 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 that is interesting. That looks very interesting. Mm, thank you. And it's neither magic nor creatures. Sometimes I branch out into austere history. Austere history, As a yes. third element. Magic <laughs> creatures and austere history. So you can, have magic, you can have magical creatures with austere history theme. I wonder if that mashup could happen. You could have a not... You could apply a creaturey magic-y theme to, like, austere history style things of, like, you know... Is that Lords of Hellas? No, no that's, that's too... That's too, yeah. that's too fantastical. Myth, myth you want, too. like, the 40s to 60s of like <laughs> when it's real austere yeah, yeah and like Cold War style but with magical creatures instead yeah, it, can you just add in a hippogriff yes exactly can you do that there you go that's that's a thought for a thought process mm-hmm. okay so my my game that's caught my eye that's mm. caught I think a lot of people's eye is Terraforming Mars the Ares expansion uh, by Fricks Games and Stronghold Games another expansion for Terraforming no, Mars no it's not an expansion sorry there's an expansion that's yeah. what I said isn't it it's expedition not expansion it's Terraforming <laughs> Mars Ares expedition that's what it is presenting with a dyslexic yeah yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't read words very well. Um, so yes, it, that's funny that I read that. Anyway, it, what it is, is effectively, it is Terraforming Mars, the card game, basically, what? is what it should be called. So the, it's it, the, the big... How? It, uh, there's okay, very little... The there's there's very... Called? Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition. There's, it's coming out this year. There's, well, it's coming to Kickstarter this year, which I think... It, but it's got a 2021 release date, so I think it'll be coming out this year. Oh. What I think is great about it is that the playtime is 45 to 60 minutes. What? So, exactly, 60 minutes. Okay, what's, what's the original Terraforming Mars playtime listed as? I would, I would have probably said 90 to 120. Let's have a look. If they're, if they're telling some porky pies? Yeah. Is it 90 to 120? 120. 120. That's a, but, but to be fair, that probably is maybe about right, depending on how many players you've got and how experienced okay. they all are. So they don't... We think they are truthful on their list. Relatively, relatively, yes. So if it's, but it, this looks like under an hour. So it's a card <laughs> game. Very little has been released about it yet. So it's going to come to Kickstarter, I assume, later this year. And it, 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 effectively what they're trying to do is the same feeling of terraforming Mars, the engine building, the changing of the planet, the, the kind of semi... You're, you're pushing each other along. But then also... The the fact it's much, much quicker. Half, maybe even quarter of the time, potentially. This is really interesting. Because I, personally, I don't mind the length of the runtime of Terraforming Mars, but it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to play mm. it? Maybe be like, we could play this in the week. And the box looks relatively sizable, if I'm being honest. It's hard to say because it's, it's because, tell, because it? it's, it could, that could be scale and that could be tiny. But it looks like... A decent size box. If that was small, the title font would be very small. Yeah, exactly. You would exactly. have to assume that's no, a fairly. Sizable I think that's box. a fairly sizable box. I don't think that's a million miles away from the size of the of the uh, of the. Re- it, it looks fatter. It looks it looks thinner. It looks sorry. It looks like it looks um less wide but deeper. <laughs> You really struggle for the word. Yeah, no, then, I know, you? yeah. It looks less wide but deeper. So therefore, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a similar area as, as, as the, the original, which suggests to me that what it'll have a lot of cards in, but also it will have probably things like the cubes. Like how are they going to get away without the cubes? 
um, and the trackers, all those kinds of things. It'd be interesting what they cut. It looks like they'll probably cut the board and the central laying of tiles, I would have thought. That'll be, that'll be cut. Yeah. And then it'll be... I don't mind cutting that. I don't want to lose the cubes, please. Okay, that's your request. Yeah. I know they've already really gone ahead. They've probably planned what they're going to do. They've probably do. done it. It's probably in like final stages if now. If anyone from Fritz Games is listening, it's like, I still like the cubes. <laughs> please leave the cubes in! Well, I can just give you the cubes from the old game. Yeah, you could. that's like giving a child a pair of car keys to play with, isn't it? Yeah. That's my board game experience. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that to everyone's attention. I mean, no, no problem. Everyone else probably knows. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm glad to bring it to your attention. Shall we get into the into the mix? Into the meat of the topic. No, not the meat of the topic. I like into the mix. Into the veg of the topic. Into the veg. Yeah, let's get into the butternut squash of the topic. Yeah, the butternut squash. Right. So we're going to go from twenty to one. We're going to be pretty pacey through numbers twenty to eleven, and then we're going to take a bit more time over the top ten. Yep. Is that all right that's, with you? That's the plan. Okay. Are you ready to roll? I am. I'm just getting everything prepared on my end. Do you want to guess as we go, or do you want to? Uh, I'm not going to guess. I'm going to tell you if I've got them right because I haven't. Like I say, ordering your games is like you catching them. catching fish in a barrel. That's that, probably that, doable with no arms, or legs, or hands, or anything. As a spirit. As a spirit. Do you have any powers? No. Oh. You're just a ghost. You're a cloud, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a cloud trying to catch fish in a barrel. That's how ordering your games is like. Could you snow? Could you freeze it? Then you kill the fish. Yeah, but you got them then. Job done. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I right. think this podcast will turn you darker. It's very possible. Yeah. It's very possible. Okay, I've got games. You've got games. Okay. Let's go. Twenty. Well, as an indictment of my darkness, in at number twenty is Bananagrams. <laughs> that is on my list. Yeah, that is on my list. It was the first game I've written down on the list, and it's allowed to go on my list because it has a BGG entry. So does it have? What's its score? BGG. Um, where does it have the score? Beauty. 6.4? That's, that's, not, that's not awful. Is that in fair. the hex? Yeah, that's in the hex, yeah. yeah. So that's not awful. It's not great, but it's not awful. Bananagrams is a... Activity. It's a fun activity, but it's an activity. It's a game. It's a fast and fun word game that requires no pencil, paper or board. And we loved it. Like, to, to be, be fair, to over, be fair over December, yes. before we stopped working for Christmas, we were really, really, really busy, but we wanted to play games. And we could only squeeze in games of Bananagrams, which then we actually spent on quite a lot of time because you were determined to beat me. I did beat you. Um... You did, darling, and if you want to mention that every time I mention Banana Gums, that's fine. I, that's fine if that's what you need for your ego. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. You're a PhD student in English, and I beat you at Banana Gums. I can't even spell. <laughs> well, to be fair, you did have to have some spell checks. Well, so did you. <laughs> no, I did You asked me how to spell things, I was like, I'll tell you. I'm wise. And I like Banana Gums. I love that it comes in a banana. I enjoy that. It's portable, it's fun, it's a word game. It's so much less dry than something like Scrabble oh Scrabble's um, so dry and boring and also Scrabble's like the problem with Scrabble and I think this is this is why Scrabble's not a very good game is because you if you if you you get very such a limited choice at least in Bananagrams you could always be moving so anyone could play it at any level even someone like me who literally can't spell I can I can get some more letters and I'll work some stuff out but what I and I'm engaged the whole time rather than sitting and thinking I've got no letters I can't yeah. do anything but what I like about Bananagrams over something like Letter Jam for example which is another gamified word game yeah. is that in addition to being like yes you can you can keep getting the letters that you need if you're not you know au fait with do you mean paperback? no I mean huh? Letter Jam is that in Letter Jam you have five letters to play with in Bananagrams you've got tens you know yeah. you're into the tens that you can make really long words and it's more satisfying if you like words playing something like Bananagrams to do an eight letter word rather than in Letter Jam you're much more confined to like four or five letter words yeah yeah so I think it's a game that allows 
longer wordplay, mm-hmm. which is fun. I like it. It I, comes in a banana. It's got. A, I said I wasn't going to spend time no. on these ones, but I have to. No, just I think I think you know, it's, a, it's a light. Goes. It's a light filler game that you could play. You know, if 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 if, if people's bag is letters uh, and words, those kinds of games, and and people want to do something a bit light, a bit fast, a bit fun. You know, it, it yeah, it definitely definitely has a purpose, and I think I think it's one that's you know. I also I do think it does it, it for me. It's probably the best word game appealing to a broad range of range of ages and abilities. Yeah. I think because sometimes with word games you go to one end of the table and one end of the spectrum, which is Scrabble, which basically is like, do you know the best bet, bet the better words of the game, like from a very limited choice, to the well, other end of the spectrum? Isn't yeah, it's it, massive yeah. constriction, but there's constriction to the point of it being quite disengaging. Um, well, it's to, constriction to the point of gatekeeping. Yes, exactly. You're gatekeeping because you're saying to your players, if you can't spell words or don't know the words, you are basically out of the game. You can't really do anything. And you won't score points, and then you'll just get abused because you'll get an awful score at the end, and it'll be like, because because what's nice about Bananagram is actually you don't have to do, which we showed in our games, it's not who makes the most words or who makes the best words that wins. Because in our games that we play, we have very different tactics for it, and I crack the tactics of Bananagrams, but I was, you have to use all the letters in the bag, and there's about 120 or 130 letters in the bag, and I was using most of them. And, and it's just interesting, isn't it? It's interesting that there's like different ways to play it. Why are we talking so much about Bananagrams? Why are you talking so much about Bananagrams? I'm on the hard sell for it now, apparently. You are. I'm, I actually, I genuinely am surprised. I'm genuinely surprised it isn't higher. I thought it was going to be higher. Ordering is... I've used a, a varying approach to ordering things. So some of them are based on enjoyment, some of them are based on nostalgia, and some of them are based on oh, quality. interesting, interesting. I, I kind of took the magpie approach, and so therefore... The shiniest the games. Shiny, the, I the, do sh- like shiny the, games. What, well. Yes, and also the things you've played most, most recently. Ooh, that's an interesting tactic. Yeah. Will it pay off? We'll see. So I'm one for one so far. That's... One for one. That's, that's quit there, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll retire, I'll retire. Leave the episode. So obviously Blind Rams wasn't on your list last year, so that means something is getting bumped. Something is getting bumped, yeah. So at number 19 is Decrypto. Oh my god, number 19, Decrypto. I got that as well. Well done. So this is published by, I think it's Le Scorpion Ma- Musque. Yes, it is. Um, that was on your list last year. my French action. Yes, it was. At number 20. And Decrypto, I think, is my favourite party game, but it has to be a party game for those who are sober, probably. And 12 plus, probably, because it is a little bit complicated. And so it's basically a code cracking game where you are playing as teams and one team is trying to communicate information to its teammates without giving too much away because if it gets too much away then the opposing team could steal uh, the answer and win themselves points I just really like it, it's such a funky little game it has a really cool uh, physical element where there's a code breaking like card that you slot in a card to and you can see if the code has been broken which is like a nice physical addition Uh, yeah I think it's just um, party games are a funny one because obviously it often depends on the group you're playing with and you know the atmosphere you have but i think this one is always a dependable and i think kind of in the same vein to banana grams it's allows players to flex their imagination muscles a bit more than some other yeah. party games great it's a great party game one of one of my one of my favorites as well yeah good choice thank you very much not surprised in at number 18 is rolling ranch by gate on games Ah, oh. what did you put? I there's no, I put something else in. I thought I was between these two. This is when I was between. I didn't. I didn't. It, it, it would have made it made my short list oh, for you, but didn't make missed it. One, he's missed one, lads. So rolling right is, is a really sweet roll and right in which you are playing a um, a farmer or a smallholder, and you are rolling dice to place animals and buildings across your ranch, and you're trying to get the most points at the end of the game. So. It's really simple, involves a little bit of drawing, and that's 
that's really the crux of the game. It's a filler game for sure. This year, Jack and I got to the position with Roland Wrights where we have all the classics. Uh, we've played a lot of them, and now we're kind of we're finding our favourites, aren't yes, we? We're we finding are. like we've we've sampled a lot, and I really like this one mostly for the theme. I love it. The cover's beautiful, um, but I think it's probably some Roland Wrights that we've played. A, a bit overcomplicated for what they are. For what they give you, yeah. For what they give you. And Rolling Ranch is that perfect level of complexity where it's like, yep, this makes complete sense. And then it has a little bit of nuance in that sometimes the animals can multiply and so there's that little bit of extra management. But besides that, like it's completely, completely hmm. manageable. Yep. So there we go. Didn't get it. Ooh, Didn't get I'm one down already. But oh, that's annoying because that was on the list and I, I put something else in instead. So we'll see if that comes up. Okay. In at number 17 is Takanoko. Uh, that is on my list, yeah. By Bombix. Yeah. You got, so this and that one, was on your list last year at yeah. number 17. Was it? Yeah. That's so funny. A, a non-mover at 17. <laughs> a non-mover. So this one is a nostalgia entry, and it still is a brilliant game. Um, we don't play it very much anymore, but this is one of the first games that Jack and I played when we got into ball gaming. So it holds loads of really good memories for me. It's also a visual treat to play. It's very colourful. The components are beautifully made and work so nicely across the board. So you have the lovely hex tiles that you're laying, coloured hex tiles, but also you then have vertical bamboo shoots that gives the game beautiful height as well as an appearance. And so in Takanoko, you are trying to balance a panda and a gardener as you build a bamboo garden and you are cultivating land plots, irrigating them, and growing different species of bamboo and trying to score the most points. It's a very chilled vibe. It's really cute. It's the kind of game where you should probably play it on a Sunday afternoon in your pyjamas under a blanket. Great one for different ages as well. Non-move though, there you go. I wonder how many of those we'll have. Interesting. Well done, you got that one as well. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Three three out of four. You know, if, we, if we end it here, 75%, I'll take that. That's not bad. Okay, so in at number 16, is Ganshon Clever. Yeah, that's that's on the list as well. And where was that last year? That was number 16. Was it? Yeah. How another funny. another non-mover. Maybe I do have a system. Maybe maybe, maybe your brain I've got is, an innate system. Yeah, maybe your brain is just somehow filing these things and then that's been like, yes, that is the correct thing. How interesting. So Ganshon Clever is by Schmidt Spiel and if you've listened to more than one of these podcasts, you'll know that we love Ganshon Clever and Schmidt Spiel should probably sponsor us because we talk about we these like the money? so because we'd like the money <laughs> and we talk about those games so often. So Gangshan Clever is another roll and write. It is in my mind the classic roll and write, the cream of the crop roll and write. The creme the, de la creme. Yeah, the OG. I don't know if it's the OG, but it feels like that to me. Um, and in Gangshan, you are rolling dice and trying to match up numbers across your player sheet, trying to make the best combinations and work to get the most most points. It's so satisfying in its simplicity and elegance and its balance and it really i think it's my favorite role and right it's great yeah we love it in at number 15 is another nostalgia entry oh another nostalgia one and it's aliens legendary Encounters. oh no did you not put it on no it wasn't your list last year so this is one of those games where, and I'll tell you who it's published by. It's a new entry. This is by Upper Deck Entertainment. Didn't, didn't consider this one. And the reason I've included this is because when I looked at the games and I thought, okay, what games that we don't play very often anymore, but we have played and loved, do I think are quality to quality games? And I genuinely think Alien Legendary Encounters 
is one of the best games I've ever played. I it's... think I think if I if I set this up now, we'd play it happily, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though we've played it like loads of times, yeah. we play it happily. And I think the only reason we wouldn't play it is because we have rinsed yes. that game. Yes. But I think the mechanics of the game, the you storytelling like pardon? You like debt building. I do like debt building, but I just think it's the thing that makes me think this game is so brilliant is the way the aliens move through the rooms. It's yeah. just so it's such a clever manifestation of the film narrative yeah, and yeah. it's just like I love that yeah. I love the alien story itself in the films and yeah I really like the deck building I like that this game, game doesn't put any punches like you people die like we've won this game with only one person left standing and that's been really thrilling for all the dead yeah. people to be cheering them on I just think it's such a good game and I think that even though we don't play it very often anymore if anyone asks me okay I can't I like horror I like deck building yeah. what kind of game would you recommend for a community I'd say this yeah one. that's a, it's a great choice I'm surprised it wasn't on your list last year it was, yeah it definitely wasn't was it no it definitely wasn't I'm surprised I had a m- momentary blip momentary blip but that's not good for me I'm too too down now oh it's going badly wrong okay in- you've had three new entries in the top in in, 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 in six six picks you've had three new I, entries I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yes. I like to do my own thing. I don't... Do... Conform. You don't conform to no. society. So, in at number 14 is Hero Realms. Yeah, I got White that one. Wizard Games. And that was, last year, number 13. It's gone down. It's been pushed down. I think it's probably been pushed down only because... Well, I don't think it's much difference between a 13 and a 14 position. But Hero Realms <laughs> That sounds like is... justification. <laughs> but it's a card game. And I think the reason it's gone down minutely is because I don't think we've actually played it in the last year no I don't think we have either but it's one of those games where it's like I know this is a stalwart game I could pick this game up and Mm. I would happily play rounds it's one it's this game is I think the reason why I like card games and deck building because we played this in Thirsty Meeples we did yeah we did we did um Years trying, ago. trying to look for because I I like cards I I've always liked cards I, I like cards um, and we were trying to look for games I was like I'm not convinced by this I don't think I really like the art and the art to be fair is not my favourite no it's not but the game plays so well it's just like it's a very neatly balanced game and it's snappy enjoyable plays best at two players it was always going to be one of those things that we liked plays for twenty to thirty minutes so it's very very doable. Yeah, and I think we'll probably... Yeah. It's just, like I said, it's a still walk. It is, yeah. yeah. It is. Can't argue with that. And I won't. <laughs> All right. Okay, so in at number 13... So at the moment then, I'm one, two, three, four, five right. I'm doing well. I'm doing well this year. Well done. You, to be fair, you did have a list that I wrote last year. Oh, yeah. To guide and you. you've had three new entries this year, and I've got one of them. <laughs> so, that's good. That's a good stats. But I nearly got two of them. That's yeah. That's what you got to remember. All right, ducky. When you sleep at night, that's what you got to remember. I won't be thinking about that. <laughs> I would think about how cold I am. In, in, and why are you cold? Because you've taken our duvet. I have. Off in we January. have like a we have like a six billion tog duvet. <laughs> I love it. And it's like one of those duvets that you clip together with other duvets. So it's like a transformer duvet. That's like literally like fifty duvets thick. Transformers would be so different if it was about duvets. <laughs> that would vastly improve those films. And, and basically, literally, I I. I am like sweating in the night because I'm lying under like you know Mount Everest of duvets and you're there like tiny and cold like I'm so cold <laughs> and it's like I'm like, but, like dripping with sweat so I was like right I'm going to fix this I'm going to unclip all of the different things go down to like a standard normal human tog duvet suitable for that and ever since then I've had no- I've heard nothing but, but, but grief on it have I I'm very cold. I had to wear a jumper to bed last night. A, but a you sometimes jumper. wear a jumper to bed in the 10 million dog, 10 million dog duvet 
get up. You sometimes wear a jumper to bed. Very cold. <laughs> Very cold. That's what I'll be doing. Should I tell you what's at number 13? Yes. At number 13 are the Exit Games. Yeah, Exit Games. I got them. By Cosmos And they Games. were... I'm not sure if they were on they there. They were on your list. They're a new entry. And I got them, so that's two, two out of yeah. four new entries. These are on because this is another... So the Exit Games are a series, so there's a load of them. But these are a series... Take your pick of, as well, isn't it, really, from which you want Yeah, anything. I would play any of these. Yeah. Um, there are a series of games that I completely trust to give me two to three hours of a brilliant time. I love their design. Um, it's a husband and wife team that um, do the design. I can't remember their name. They're doctor and doctor, somebody and somebody. I love that. I yeah. love that. I love the whole story. But I completely trust them to provide a brilliant escape room style experience. We really enjoy playing them as a two player. They're the kind of game, also I think I associate them with really nice times because of the kind of game where we take on holiday or mm-hmm. we have when we, we play when we have some time off. Yeah, we play um, in the evening particularly. Yeah, they're just a nice experience really. Yeah. They're really great. They're re- I, th- I would honestly recommend everybody to try it because also they are, okay, you do basically destroy the game by playing it. That is one thing to say. But you can get them for like £10 or convert that to your local currency. That amount of money. So they, so for two to three hours of an evening yeah. of entertainment, it's like going to the cinema. It's probably like, you know, it's that kind of thing. So it's like get a bit, yeah. you know, have a, have a meet, like get some snacks in, that sort yeah. of thing. Also, it's I like, think it's I, re- I reckon everyone tries it at least. Yeah. Just try it. And I think especially now when it's kind of tricky to do something that feels special at home, yeah. having a game like this where you have spent your £10 it's like we're going mm. to have a nice game night in, like a yeah. proper experience. It really, really delivers on that, and I yeah. love them. I agree. In at number 12. Number 12. We've, oh, <laughs> we've got uh, Photosynthesis by Blue Orange. Yeah, that's in there. And that last year was number 7, so it's fallen out of the top 10. <gasps> I have to, when I was putting this list together... There was no th- thought or reason to everything, you just <laughs> whacked some was, games in. There was thought or reason, but they kind of fell into three trunks, into kind of like... One <laughs> there were three tranches. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> a minute ago it was there was a minute ago there was no there was no system, no van. Now it's there were three tranches. <laughs> no, no, there's still no system. And I will discuss them thusly. <laughs> so all your three tranches. There wasn't a system, it's just when it came to ordering uh, uh, that a pattern emerged. And what were the three tranches? <laughs> and the three tranches were <laughs> numbers twenty to thirteen then 12 to 6 and then the top 5 so it's kind of like it could move I'll say what more exciting I thought it was going to be some sort of like exciting like no that's as, that's as far as my planning goes oh. <laughs> that's it so th- thus far no game has apart from Decrypto all your games have decreased thus far interestingly enough Decrypto, went, by, Decrypto went up by a space um, you had two that have stayed exactly the same and you've had two that have fallen by one by a space another by five spaces fascinating and I got I got photosynthesis. Do you want to talk quickly about photosynthesis? Yeah, so photosynthesis is a lovely game which is for two to four players and plays for 30 to 60 minutes. And in photosynthesis you are managing a forest as the sun progresses around it and so you are trying to make sure that your trees grow by getting enough light to them. But obviously you are not the only trees in the forest. You have competitors and other people are trying to do exactly the same thing. So you have to sow your crops wisely, slow your opponents down, but also make sure that your own trees grow to get the most points. And the reason I love photosynthesis is because it's a nature game, so duh, but also because I think that it's quite unusual to have a game that makes you think physically 
Mm, about uh, space. Yeah, physically yeah. about space, which I really enjoy. It's a kind of it exercises the brain in a different way, which I which I like. It's also a joy to have a look at on the table, even though it's very hard to take a photograph of. Yes, and it's an abstract, which sometimes sometimes you sometimes you sometimes you love, sometimes you don't love. Um, I think a couple of years ago I'd be saying I hate abstracts, but really that reads as I lose at abstracts, so mm. that makes me sad. And now I think as I turn a year older I'm a year wiser up, a year wiser I'm growing up and I can appreciate them for what they are even though I lose at them uh, in at number 11 is Maracaibo by Games oh, Up oh that's a shocker is that in your list that is not in my list I didn't even didn't even consider it so Maracaibo is a interesting game designed by Alexander Pfister and actually, I'm shocked. I'm stunned. Are you shocked? I'm, I'm actually stunned. Yeah, I'm stunned. I was really impressed by Maracaibo when we played it. The scale of the game, the thought of the movement, the quality of the two parallel parts of the game, the one being your ship moving around the islands and the other one being your explorer. I really enjoyed the depth and the breadth of this game and it was very easy to... Sorry, grasp. I've got a really crunchy back. You're doing that expressive oh. dance in front of me. I'm just also desperately trying not to look at you whilst you wriggle around, so I can carry on talking. I'm I'm stunned. I am I I did I. We'll come on to it later. But if something else isn't in your list because of this, I will be I will be flabbergasted. I'll be flab. My gasp will be flabbergasted. <laughs> <Will it? laughs> flabbered all over the floor. Yeah, fair enough. This is a great game. This is a fantastic game. We we we, we it really great. Really enjoy. Really great. It's got the vibe of another game potentially that we might discuss later. That that is that is great. But it's yeah, it's a really good game. Yeah. I was just I just think that there's something about the fullness of this game which it feels so complete. And sometimes you play a large game and it's like there's a bit going on over here and there's a lot going on over here and I don't really feel like I've got a grasp of all the elements coming together but this is a large scale game where the elements work seamlessly and I really yeah. like that. From I just my, think it's so impressive. From our experiences this was one of yeah I, I know exactly what you mean by that disparate kind of feeling yeah. you get in a large game and one of those things that's, I, that I often that irks me about a larger game is when you get to the end and think oh it would have just been better if I just did this yeah. rather than me doing a bit of this bit of that bit yeah. of the other and from the, my experience of this one and we're not experts we haven't played it a hundred times but it felt like there wasn't necessarily a bad decision to make it wasn't mm-hmm. wrong choices um, there's obviously optimization because optimization in every game, but it was that kind of feeling of no, actually, I'm happy with what I've decided yeah. to do, and it's got me a good score. It's got me the score. Maybe if I'd done this slightly differently, it's happened rather than I should have just gone down this one funnel. This funnel clearly is the best funnel or a better yeah. funnel. I should make sure I focus on that next time. Yes. So there you go. There you that go. Been at number eleven. Now into the top ten. We are in the top ten. So it's, it's actually, is that top 10? 20, 19, 18, 17, no. 16, 15, 14, yeah. 13, 12, 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you want to run through your 12 to 11 before we get into the top okay. 10? So, 20 to 11, not 12 to 11, that'd be very short list. So at number 20, Bananagrams. 19, Decrypto. 18, Rolling Ranch. 17, Takanoko. 16, Gantron Clever. 15, Aliens Legendary Encounter. 14, Hero Realms. 13, Exit Games. 12, Photosynthesis. 11, Maracaibo. Do you like my drums I was doing there? Were they drums? Were they just knee pats? I was just patting my thighs. But... Oh, there you go. <laughs> I did think they were drums, but I don't want to be people to get confused at home. Right, on we go. So I've currently got from the from the top from the top from the so far I've got three wrong. That's not seven bad. right. So I'm all I'm pretty much sure I'm going to beat my score last year, and that's a completely swift. I would here. be really surprised if you didn't have all of these, but we'll see. We'll see because you've gone rogue here a couple of times. Okay. The thing is, then you get them in the order. You haven't ordered yours. I, 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 only one of them. Of the three that I've missed, 
I were only Rolling Ranch. I very seriously considered that was very close to going on the list. The other two, I wouldn't even wouldn't put them on the list. I wouldn't have thought of them. Definitely not Maracaibo. Maybe enough time I would have looked at, maybe thought of Aliens. But like I say, my approach this time was getting inside your head <laughs> and thinking like you. <laughs> it's worked quite well for you. Thus far. In at number ten is Wingspan by Stone My Games. There we go. That's on the list. Yeah. And that was last year. Last year that was, uh, was it? number four. Last year that's a big decline. I love Wingspan. I really enjoy it. I think the collection of birds is lovely. It's such a clever game. It works so neatly. Um, I think Elizabeth Hargrave is a really exciting designer. I love her preoccupation with nature. Also, I love that it's designed by a woman and done brilliantly. I think the reason it's dropped this year is because we haven't played it loads this year. And also, it's a game that I thoroughly enjoy. Thoroughly enjoy but I think that it's a fairly similar experience each time you play. I, I I agree with those comments, but I think it's very I think it's a great game for different groups of people yeah, and those kind of things. I actually am starting to feel with it a little bit for me, almost like and, and this is how because it's how my brain works, a bit overwhelmed by the number of now expansions and yeah. birds and other things that are being added in and it being like, Am I playing the best We're not version? Really yeah, we get a lot of expansion fatigue, and and I kind of feel like they've already added in the Oceana birds, and it's like the, the guts because of how well it sells. Of course, they're yeah. going to do more expansions, but that they could be up to if they do one per continent because this one mainly focused on America. You could be looking at four four expansions potentially yeah. minimum, and that would be you know you might be pushing by the end of it near a thousand cards. Yeah, and it's just that kind of thought is just like. My brain, no, yeah. no. Because uh, also, I like to have everything. That's also my biggest well, that's problem. That's your problem. I like to have everything. I like, and you don't, you don't like when I've got everything because it's like you've now got this stack of a thousand cards. So yeah, could you shuffle this, please? But what I really like about this is we bought European birds. Yes. Which is now we see birds who are our yeah. local birds, which is lovely. And I think what is nice about having the multiple continent expansions is that you know fans who are in Oceania can buy the Oceania expansion. Yes, but expansion. I, I would agree with that. However, if I looked at the Oceania expansion, that's also added this different like mechanic with the collecting yeah. so it's actually added something to the game whereas, whereas, whereas European birds just added birds as far as I remember some of the birds had a new ability a but new they didn't really point, yeah. didn't really add anything that was like oh my god this has changed the game yeah. but now the new one has actually added new player mats which, which give you different ways of scoring so it's kind of like it's actually changed the game so it's like you could pick and choose them, I suppose. Yeah. But if they all start to stack, I don't know. Just for me, I might feel a bit fatigued. I mean, still, it's still a fantastic game. I still would, re- I would like, recommend it to literally everybody. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I would recommend it to literally everybody because yeah. I think the, visually it's stunning, and I think that it plays also, it's well. Just so it's like it's so versatile. You could play it as a gamer who likes heavyweight games, as a more of a filler game. You could play it as a family. You could play it as yeah. someone who likes lighter games. Mm-hmm. You could play it with people who aren't gamers. Like, it's very accessible. Yeah. yeah. But also, it is an interest. Like, I wouldn't say Wingspan this entry on my top 20 this isn't wingspan with expansions this no. is wingspan based yeah. game yeah no fair enough fair enough indeed at number nine is haven by red raven games yeah that's on my list and last year last year that was 15 so that's gone up six places i think about haven a lot <laughs> <laughs> under so- under the two billion talk to do they <laughs> yes we snuggle together the transformer duvet and i um, and we think about how much we're going to oust you from the bedroom. So Haven is a two-player game which plays for 30 to 45 minutes. And I think about this a lot because over the year where we've been designing our board game, and more news on that soon, we hope, I've been thinking about how much I enjoy the mechanics of Haven. And this is another game that uses mechanics in tandem rather than meshing them together. So area control, bidding, and then there's some um, card play and drafting. And the reason that I really like Haven is... It does all of these things, 
and each mechanic feels of equal importance. It's not like there's some Frankenstein element where it feels like the designer's like, oh, this would have been nice, but I can't really fit it in, but I'll just put it over here. All of it feels very much in balance with each other, and I think that feels reflective of the theme, which is of nature, of nature versus um, machinery and industrialization. And I just like that feeling of synergy and mm. everything working together. And it's also beautiful. And it's nice to have a game that's designed for two players. As I love well, it. Because yeah. most games have you can play them two players, and they, some games play very well two players, some games play okay two players. Um, but it's nice to have a game that is just specifically two players, therefore it will be two players. Yeah. That is very nice. Agree. Hard agree. Well done. That's number nine. Thank you. In at number eight is Everdell by Starling Games. This isn't on my list. <gasps> no way! It's not on your list. And it wasn't on your list last year either. I'm, 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 I, I considered it, but I wasn't sure how keen you were on it. Was it not on my list last year? No. Are you sure? No, it was not on your list last year, unless I'm missing it. Are you sure? No, it's not on your list. Crumbs. I went for some rogue choices this year. I, I just realised, actually, I think I'm going to get quite a few wrong now, but let's, let's, let's not panic. Let's not panic, team. Okay, you look, you're panicking, but I'll tell you about Everdell in the meantime. So Everdell is a wondrous game, and this is a game where I'm saying, this is my top... 10 game ever dealt with expansions because this is a game that benefits from its expansions they don't detract from the experience in my opinion they absolutely enhance it and we enjoy playing with all of them so that's Belfair, Pearlbrook and Spirecrest we like the whole thing and with the expansions, Everdell becomes, it moves from a kind of light midweight game to more of a definitely midweight game and I love this game for several reasons the, and these are them, these are my tranches <laughs> and these are the tranches so the beautiful beautiful art of the adorable woodland creatures i just am obsessed with that and i love the story that it's telling about the community that they're building i think that that is whimsical and fairy tale like and it feels like a lovely a lovely game to Mm. involve yourself in i also with the expansions really enjoy the multiple requests on players i like thinking okay i need to keep my eye on this over here i need to keep my eye on the um adventure going on in spirecrest i need to make sure that i've got enough pearls to do what i want to do in pearlbrook i like having several things to do as a player without feeling overwhelmed like you're not i personally i feel with the expansions there's enough to be getting along with without feeling like oh my god this is too much for me to handle when we first started playing Everdell, I was frustrated with it because I felt like I wanted more than just the first... I wanted more than four seasons to um, to play it. But with, with more playing, I've realised that you have to hit the ground running with this game, you have to get straight into it, and that has greatly improved my enjoyment of it and I really enjoy playing with the large expansions also on the table it's great, it looks isn't it? it's bloody epic. brilliant yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love this game I absolutely love it it's one of my favourites so I'm, I'm, I'm interested it's come up on your list I'm interested I'm intrigued you've intrigued me hmm Call yourself intrigued, mm. right? That's not good for you, though, is it? Daphne? No, it's not good for me. I'm already. I'm, I've lost. I've lost f- four now. I'm four. Four I've missed. Oh dear. I, uh, I, I, I still think I can get a good like twelve or thirteen. I'm still confident for a twelve or thirteen. Yeah, Surely I, there are yeah. some on my list here that you've got. I, I, I think there are definitely some yeah. I think you've not got though. In at number seven is Root. Yeah, Root's on that by Lady Games. Root is a game that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. That was that was number eight last year. That's fairly consistent. That's fairly consistent, I yeah. think it falls slightly further down the top ten because... It's moved up. No, but in the top ten, oh. <laughs> it sits further down than... In the, in, in, in the latter tranche of the top ten. It's not saying tranche. <laughs> Why um, not? Because I don't like it. I don't like you you're mockering of me. It's my birthday. <laughs> That's um, what makes a good birthday in this house. <laughs> what a good ribbing. 
a good a good what's it called roast. roasting yeah so i think the reason why root sits in the second half of my top 10 second what sorry tranche <laughs> is because it's that little bit more strategic in a war game style way that i as a player don't gives tend you the to... Ang- what I it say. doesn't make me anxious. I just don't want to think about having to go to war with people, as most people probably feel, I imagine. But why it is in my top ten is because it is a absolutely immersive, grand game, I would say. Yeah, I in would my, say so, yeah. We don't play the heaviest games. Like it's waiting on BGG is 3.66. We go between... I think between three and four is our favourite zone. Yeah, like I we don't say. play the heaviest games in the world. No, but we're not playing 18, is, yeah. 18 double X games or whatever they're called. What? 18 double X, 18 XX. No, that's be triple X. I'm winking at that. 18 double X is um is like they're very in depth train like industrial style games about With like trains. I think they're about trains and like they're but they're set in the 18th century, so 18th century, 19th century, um 1800s, um because for some reason that's the other way around. Uh, and yeah, they 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 are about like industrialization and building trains. And okay, this is my birthday episode. We're not talking heavy. about this anymore. I one day we'll try it on. No, we won't. But I was saying the reason why I do like it is because it does feel like a um, a grand strategy, immersive game with really interesting asymmetric player powers. I also think it's made the top ten because of the asymmetric player powers. It's quite unusual in terms of our game collection, um, asymmetry, and it's a game where Jack and I enjoy playing it to kind of stretch ourselves a little bit. It's a bit trickier. Yes. Like you can't just copy what each other are doing. So it's yes. a game that you that demands engagement. And I like that because it's, you know, you sit down for 60 to 90 minutes and fully immerse yourself in that. The art also, Carl Ferrin, shout out to you, is superb. It is, yeah, it is. It's, the art's great. The, the, I love the, the difference in the... Um, the abilities that's so great there's so many things in this where you're just like yes this is this is absolutely brilliant this is yeah. this is great and I think it is it's not mega complicated I mean it's one of those ones where once you've got it you've got it I think the challenge is the complication comes is that you can't copy somebody because yeah. everyone's different and even you can't say you can't copy someone's actions so like so like what they're doing follow what their process is because pro- everyone's process is different but then also you can't copy someone's strategy because it's like that might be completely wrong for you or will, will be it is completely yeah. wrong for you that's I think interesting and challenging yeah okay number In six number six are we into the top tranche yet or not quite mm. I thought it was top five wasn't it was your top, was your top tranche yeah yeah these are yeah anyway at number six is Seven Wonders Jewel that is in my list yeah Seven Wonders Jewel that was number two last year Interesting. So Seven Wonders Jewel by, by Reverse Productions kind of has to be in the list. It's another two-player game that is probably, if you ask people that play a lot of two-player games, what's your favourite? This is coming up. There's an expansion for that that came out recently. Um, I think it's called like Agora. Is it called Agora? An expansion that came out recently. You should okay. look at that. I don't mind expansions. Like I'm, ha- like, I'm happy to try expansions, but they don't like... They don't set your world on fire. No, they don't. Because also, like they they don't add... I don't mind playing other games. I think because we play so many new games, we yes. learn so many rules all the time. Yes. I don't feel like I must have. We don't rinse a game. More it's rare. It's rare that we favorite, rinse a yeah. game. Yeah. But this is a really superior game. Another brilliantly balanced game where you are pursuing victory points in the form of experience in science, uh, military prowess. You are building cities uh, against your opponent, and I think what's really fun is because it's only a two-player game. Jack and I often have a narrative of. 
one of us tends to go for a really heavily industrial city and the other is all about the arts and theatre and... Which usually ends up being me for some reason, which is, yeah. very, which is very odd. <laughs> and you're like an industrialist. You're like, a socialist coming out and my... Um, you're a capitalist, capitalist dictator. Opinion, yes. Like, make yeah, me a pyramid. <laughs> um, so, Seven Wonders Jewel is a brilliant strategy game. It's Also, what I like about this is that it's not a war game. No. It's, it's more individual balancing how much can you do how much can you fox your opponent yes um i like that it's very very involved with each other's game even though you can make no impact on the person's city mm-hmm. i love Agreed. it it's great no it's a great game really great game good choice thank you number okay top five now top five top five are you ready for number five Go on then parks by Keymaster games mm. no way you haven't got parks no parks isn't in the list <gasps> That wasn't on your list last year. Last year it wasn't on your list. You shouldn't have shouldn't have held on to last year's list. I didn't hold on to last year's because it's basically just hokum last year's list because <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've had you already had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new entries. That's allowed, it's my list. <laughs> no, it's my list. <laughs> I'm so, I can't I, believe you haven't got yeah, parks. Yeah, to be fair, that's an Use oversight. Your that's an oversight. That's, I, I went too quickly. I didn't think about it enough, you see. I would have got parks if I thought about it enough. But just to let you know, I've already collected the souls of five people. What? I've already got... I'm already on 11. That's good. So I've got... I've got I you will get, to, you will get I already need to get one more to get it right. You will. If I'm I get su- four I'm out of four... I'm very surprised you haven't got parks on the list. All right. Parks day, obviously. is a beautiful point-to-point movement that's about exploring uh, the US national parks and it features illustration art from 59 parks um, so in parks you're two hikers and you're moving through different trails you're taking photographs you are collecting different parks as you go so adding them to your to your player area you're also spotting animals and it's just such a chilled out game with the most stunning artwork and I think we have a Kickstarter edition, don't we? We do, yeah. Uh, we do. I think it has a sleeve in it. I think, yeah. I think it, the oh, game about, comes about, with tokens. I'm about to talk yes. about the sleeve. Talk about the sleeve. sleeve is. Um, but also Parks is just every element of it, at least the version that we have, and I think this is the case for everyone else, even if you don't have the Kickstarter version, is just so thoughtfully and beautifully put together. For example, the game tray in Park is shaped like a log, which maybe people don't care about, but I care about it. I like the shape of a log for this particular game. It feels very fitting. Um, I like this because it feels really fitting to be doing trail-like movement when you're walking through trails. It's a level of... feels like fairly democratic and it's a, how much is available to each player. So each player can collect the same amount of things, but it has a really interesting mechanic where the hikers are kind of like daring each other who goes first because if yeah, you, you come out of the park push and pull then, kind yeah. of thing of being like you want to try and get out first to get a bonus but also you don't want to move too far because you can't go backwards and you can't lose your stuff you're getting so it's that yeah it's that exactly. interesting thing a lot of point to point movement games it's that kind of like how far do you want to move yeah you need to move some level of far and it's that kind of that kind of balance each time yeah. but it is the art that makes this game also another one i think that i have really fond memories of because it's a, like a little quiet game 30 to 60 minutes it's something that we normally play at the weekend when it's raining outside yeah. and we're chilling out it's so, got that vibe to it hasn't it yeah really it's definitely sweet. got that vibe to it okay well that's a boo for you that is a boo that's a that's an oversight i'm gonna have to hang my head in shame here so i've got four to i'm confident though well i'm not i'm not 100 percent confident i'm confident i'm gonna get 
I, I think I could be in for a bit of a stinger here. I think I'm going to get two of these, definitely. Maybe three. But I think I could. there could be something rogue in here. You okay. could have gone rogue. All right. Do you want to know number four? Yeah. It's Vindication. You've gone rogue! By Orange Nebula. Too bad. It's not that rogue, because it was number nine last year. Have you, you got gone rogue? List? I didn't put it in. No, I didn't put it on the list. <laughs> You've gone rogue! I I'm can't like... believe you. I can't wait till this comes back round again. I'm like, I can't believe you! Yeah, but why don't you just choose the games you think I like? I did choose the games I think you like. I'm going to go onto your list. I'm looking forward to seeing what you put. So, Vindication by Orange Nebula. That was is number nine last year. A... Was it? Mm-hmm. It's gone up. I really, really like this game, and I like this game as the base game. We've played a couple of the expansions recently, and I kind of feel like they detract from the game more than they add to it because they're a bit complicated and a bit mm. unaligned to the game, but the base game is really good fun. I was kind of surprised at how much how attached I feel to this game. Um, it runs for 45 to 150 minutes, so it can be quite chunky and it feels a really nice hole in our game playing mm. kind of selection. And Vindication is a game I look forward to playing. So when I thought about making this list, I thought, what games do I actually look forward to? Yeah. playing and this is definitely up but this definitely, is yeah, way up yeah. here yeah. and I think because of the nature of the game so you are doing some area control you're doing area discovery is it called area discovery who knows uh, you know yeah. what I mean tile placement it's kind of like random tile placement yeah. so there's maps different each time that sort of thing tile placement you are basically building your hero as well and you're recruiting characters you're getting traits there's so it many different of, things to do isn't there and so. also it kind of combines things that I love about deck building like hero realms where you're building your character and like um customizing yourself um and it combines things like i really enjoy um exploration games where it combines a lot of things i really really like and i think each time we've played i found the gameplay of it so satisfying um i just really enjoy it's the the art is fine i don't think it's you know breathtaking art but it's very nice um like i said i think the so far in our experience the base game plays better than it does with the expansion yeah there's been a couple that are like little nice bits to add of just a few cards or add a few tiles but there's been some that have just been like added to different mechanics and it's just been a bit too much it's been a bit like yeah. i can't bother to pay attention to this yes yeah the the expansions that add there's one that adds a pet shop surprise surprise i really like that one but that adds a tile to the board and then possible pets to draft into your character deck which yes. you've already got going so but i think that's how i feel about expansions anyways i like it when they add to the base game rather than saying we have this sideshow going on yes now. we have this other whole thing um, you need to now pay attention yeah. to and then it's like now we're going to stop the game and everybody's going to sit down and we're going to play a different mini game and it's just like yeah. oh come on I can't be bothered to do that yeah. particularly as you get towards like, the later game when it's like I, I want to just finish it because I need to try and do my thing you're kind of concentrating on it and it's yeah. like oh I wasn't planning for this yes so that was number four I can't believe you didn't get it no I can't believe it at either at all either no this is, this, is, this, is, this is bad news for all involved really I think not getting a top five is quite that could be punishable by death well, maybe not death, but maybe you have to make me a cup of tea after this. I've got, I've got, I've got I'm, I'm zero for two so far in your top five. Oh dear, oh dear. I'm zero for two. But you had parks in the list, didn't you? No. <gasps> I parks all been to go to the list. Oh, that's not good for you. Um, I need to get one more to beat beat last year. I'm sure you'll get this one. Yeah. And at number three is Scythe. Yeah, I got that one, and that last year was number one, so it's yeah. fallen. The mind, how the mighty have fallen. Scythe by Stone My Games, and this is still a brilliant game. I love it as much as I did last year. The reason that it's fallen this year is because we played Scythe quite a lot last year digitally, and 
we played it with um, a few friends and family and those games got incredibly tactical. So when you have access to a digital copy of a game and you can replay it over mm. and over again without setup, you kind of just start playing the how do I win? How do I win quickest? How do I win the most efficiently? And I like to play Scythe for exploring and cultivating my little land. And so I think that there's been like, there's a slight bit of, I know when we play now, we both have the knowledge of you can win very quickly this way. And there's a bit of like, that also depends on fighting, which as you know, I'm a a pacifist and my lover, not a fighter. And so there's a little bit of like, hmm, this is not so explory and you know siloed as it once was for me this is now has an edge of there's a, it's a war game with some pretty direct tactics of like i need to fight you twice now. i think there's a really interesting point there about when you do play a game a lot particularly digital presence that it yeah can become quite you've seen you've seen it and yeah. you've you've kind of you've and then when you come to play it re- in reality, you're like, okay, well, I know that I need to do this and this and this and this and this and this is the best thing to do, and this works with mm. this and that and that kind of yeah. comes up. And because Scythe isn't a random game, so yeah. there's another example of a game that we play a lot, and that may come up on your list potentially in these next two. So I won't I won't say it just yet. Um, because it's not got randomness to it in any shape or form, really. Okay, the, 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 the events you have are random, but actually, you know, that when you meet someone and you have an encounter, they're random, but actually, once you've seen them all several times, they all fall into sort of similar categories. There's something that will give you resources, something that will give you popularity, and there's something that will give you maybe lots of stuff but lose you popularity. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 and it's a kind of those kinds of combinations of things. So you know kind of what you're going to get when you get them. Um, so there's not really like a random element to it. So therefore, once you've chosen it's your faction, optimizing. once you've chosen your faction, once you've got your board on that, it's then just the optimization of both those things. Yeah. And I think also because, and I love this about Scythe, but each faction has a unique power. Like when we were playing it digitally, we were, we were Googling what's the most optimum strategy for this faction. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like, I don't really want to know that. I just yeah. want to... I want to just take it as it comes. That's completely my place. Mm. And now I know too much. But yeah. it's still brilliant. It's still at number three. Yeah, no, I, 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 like I say, it's one of those things, yeah, just because I was playing it so much, it doesn't devalue it. And and still, physically, when you get it out, the table presence, it's gorgeous yeah. and stunning and we love it. Yeah. But yeah, it's that kind of thing of it being like, we know too much. We know too much. We've seen too much. Right, two left on the list. Okay. So, in at number two is Terraforming Mars. There we go. That's I got that one. That last year was number three, so it's gone up. By Fritz Games. And I think this has gone up for the opposite reason that Scythe has gone down. Yes. So Terraforming, I agree completely. Yeah, Terraforming Mars is another one we played a lot last year. We played it digitally with friends online during the pandemic, and it excelled itself in its replayability. One of the things that massively helps that is, like Jack was alluding to, the randomness of the cards that are being drawn. So each time you play Terraforming Mars, you are going to have a different experience. You're going to be playing as a different corporation with different cards coming out, with different players maybe around you. And the experience every time we played is fresh. Yes, I, I spot on, absolutely spot on. And, and then we transferred that to the board recently because, again, we played it, like I say I must have played it, 10, 20, 30 times last year. Yeah. We played it recently physically, which we'll talk about at the end, and it was very much a... The experience was completely fresh. And yeah. it was like, wow, even though I played it a million times, I knew some of the best strategies you could do. If those strategies don't present themselves to you, well, there's nothing you can do about yeah. that. You know, that's, that's and I love it. that. that, that, I yeah, love you, that. Have to, you, have to, you have to adapt to what you're given 
even if you've got a so for example one of the one of the very strategies that I found that works really well not to bore people with it is if you go for a certain type of card you collect those cards there's points multipliers for that card with a certain tag on them mm. and as so you get the few of those you can get some silly silly point totals at the end of the game yeah. however it's like that's great, but if they, if, if, they, yeah. if they present themselves, if other players aren't trying to do the same thing, if those sorts of things, so it's not a, it's not a banker. You can't just say I'm going to do that every single yeah. time, and that's what I really like. I really like that kind of feeling of like, and actually, you almost you almost actually the way I feel about it. I feel like I want to challenge myself and say, okay, I'm presented with this corporation, yeah. and I'm going to now challenge myself to try and do the best thing that, that yeah. based on the start position I'm in, and then what works best, rather yeah. than just what I what I've done previously. And that mm. I think is a, that's a mark of a really great game. Yeah, and I think also just because we've spoken about it recently I think the corporations in Terraforming Mars as opposed to the factions in Scythe the corporations seem much more faceless and much less important whereas the factions in Scythe seem much more relevant to the gameplay and I don't know whether that's just because they're not as sexy in Terraforming Mars like a boring card Mm -hmm. where you have an ability rather than you know the beautiful miniatures and the different mechs and etc that you have in in Scythe but in Terraforming Mars you don't feel like you've been set on a course by the corporation that you choose but in Scythe you definitely feel like that you've got to do certain things yeah exactly exactly right Number one. I am. I've. I. Yeah. What's this going to be? There's only one thing I think it could be. Okay. Do so, I know? What is it? It is Great Western. It is Trail. Great Western Trail. Thank goodness. By I was Edith like. Spiel. Yeah. Another one we alluded to earlier. Also yeah. by Alexander. Designed by Alexander Fister. Yeah. So Great Western Trail, which was number five last year. I think this has moved up because this is a game that I really look forward to playing. I don't tire of it every time I play it. There's always something new to try. Alexander Fist's design where you are moving through a space much like in Maracaibo and Great Western Trail you're moving through the American West which is also a period of history that I really love his design where you're moving through a space I find so enjoyable as a player that you kind of get the satisfaction of feeling like you're exploring even though you're not really but the satisfaction of doing that plus the planning of what route you're going to take then trying to combo things trying to balance um, the resources you have with what you need to acquire it's just one of those games where I find the components balance so nicely the theme is so charming and the gameplay is feels utterly complete to me it's just you know i'm i'm very pleased to have it in my number one spot this year i i couldn't agree more with everything you just said really smooth really quick um brilliant just brilliant it's everything works so well and it? it's just it just feels every time we play it. it's like this is actually funny enough it is quite a similar experience every time but it's experience that I like having because it's like you can do slightly different things and that and that changes yeah. it. And also you say a sim- it is a similar experience, but I think because of the board, the routes are customizable and you will have different types of play. Yeah. When your opponent can um, claim tiles on the board, you can claim tiles. The way that the tiles come out and that you play them can be different. The way that the experts come out on the side of the board, they'll fall differently. So I think, yes, you'll have a similar game, but there is an element of randomness to it. And I think that there are also multiple focus points that you could pursue to try and rack up points. For example, you can focus on collecting sets of cows, which is a big part of the game. You can focus on moving your train down the railroad track. You can focus on recruiting as many experts to your player board as possible. So it's like you can kind of customise each each time you go. And so, yes, I, I love it. And also I kind of like... I kind of like it's, you know, it's not very flashy. It's no, it's cattle no. ranching, yeah. and I kind of adore that. Yes. I think that that's a really nice 
non-sexy board game theme. There's something about is, the... I, yeah. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. So there we go. That's there we one. go. So I got 14 this year. So I've improved. Improved. Yeah. But you were given last year's list. Yeah but, yeah, but you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new entries on this year's list. That's all right. That's, so basically, I, and I only got six wrong. So actually, I did pretty well given you had seven new entries. If I just copied last year's list, I would have got 13 right. Yeah, but how many of the new entries did you get? One. That's not important. Two. That's not important. You don't even need to start. You don't even need to be carrying on talking. To be honest. <laughs> no, I've got two of the new entries. I've got two of the new entries. I, I considered putting some of the new entries. But if I just put your old list, I'd have got thirteen. So I wouldn't have scored. So, so therefore, so, so the scattergun approach did have some merit to it. There we go. So the, the howlers, I, the, the, the annoying one, rolling around, is annoying because that was considered. Aliens, fair enough. I wouldn't have put it on, but fair enough. Maricable, that's a shocker. Everdale, yeah, I can see that, but you know, you're, but you're quite hard to predict. Parks, that is a that is a that is yeah, a faux pas. That, that is a miss. And vindication, yeah, fair, fair enough. That's like Everdale. Like you, I could see that being on your list, and it was on your list last time. But it's like it's like you know, it, it's also you're quite hard to predict. Mm. Given so, the, what was on your list then that so, I haven't said? Uh, code names, which was on your list last time. That was at number twenty last time. Nah. Didn't make the list. Yeah. Uh, then I had uh, Dragon Castle. Nah. Which was also on your list last time at number fourteen. So that didn't make the list this time. Then I had Concept. Nah, what are you doing? You're mad. You've gone crackers. Concept, have a banana grams, get out. Well, I, I thought, I thought you would, you would see the way the way I did this was a bit of inside baseball here for everybody. That we have, we have two rooms. Concept. We have two rooms with games in the main. The main games room makes it sound very exciting, but it's just the room with the shelves <laughs> and with games in. And then we downstairs, we've got like a boot room. We've got like a pile of games overflow. In the, overflow in the corner. And I, the way I could imagine you making this list is going into the overflow room first. And then writing down games, and then not being bothered to take them off your list because they've already made your list. That's why I thought concept and codenames might sneak on the list. Because I didn't want to do the list administration. Yes, because you don't like administrations. We've already highlighted that's a character I can't trait. Lie you have to the people and say, yeah, concepts are fake because I can't be bothered to make room for terrifying. <laughs> but marks. I was making assumptions on your lack of enjoyment of an administration. It's would... only a top twenty list. I have some ability. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they were on there. The next three, I am surprised that. I actually am surprised that these didn't make it on the list. So next, next one I have was Stella. Yeah. Then I, maybe not so surprised. Then Onitama. <laughs> I do like. You Onitama. do like Onitama. So that was a bit surprised that didn't. But make we haven't list. played that in a while. But that was surprising. And then the final one. This was between. This was a toss up. I had this. I was between this or Rolling Ranch. I couldn't mm. decide. I chose this one. Chose me wrong. Cartographers. I like the farm. Yeah, I know, I know. But I was between those two, and, I, and I, I could see both being on there, but I didn't want to put both on my list. But then I uh, chose cartographers, which obviously wasn't the case. Mm. But that was close. Uh, so the games that you missed out this year, Kodama wasn't on your list this year. That was number six last year. I like Kodama. We haven't played it in a while. Shards of Infinity was number ten last year. I do. I still really like that, but it's just not. It's not. Also, it's got a little bit of a problem with yeah. in the balancing yeah. of that game. Yeah. Uh, Paladins of the West Kingdom was on your list last year, number eleven. I considered it. Yeah. Uh, Lords of Hellas was number 12. Hmm. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> and then the final one that was on your list, Time Stories, was on your list last year. I still like Time Stories. We haven't played it in over a year. No, that's a fair, fair point. So that was it. Yeah, so there, there you go. 2020. So I did pretty well. I'm pretty happy with that. I'll retire now. So can you beat 14? I think you better beat 14 because I think my list will be not not a million miles from where it was. Do you not think that you'll change your list? I think there was some variation. I think year on year there will be change because also also it's the first time we've done them. So it's kind of like you when you do it the first time you're like oh these ones and then it's just like oh, actually maybe concept like, concept. You like concept? Did you have did I have that one last year? No, you didn't have one last year. No. <laughs> concept. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I getting the business here? Over what? 
I don't know. You've got bloody like like rolling rocks on there. Maracaiba was rogue. You think I want concept over Maracaiba? That was rogue for you. That was rogue for you. That was rogue for you. Concept. Rolling Ranch was... Aliens was quite rogue as well. It's not really. We haven't played that in probably about two years. Yeah, maybe but three. I have a mixture of like nostalgia games like that, and that's like a quality game. I can't wait to see how many. So there, was, there was seven different this year. I wonder how many will be different next year. I wonder when stuff will drop out of the top five. What's my top five last year? Your top five last year was Scythe, Seven Wonders Jewel, Terraforming Mars, Wingspan, and Great Western Trail. Okay, so they're still in the... So still, Wingspan's st- dropped out of the top ten, and Wingspan's, so Seven Wonders yeah, Wing, Jewel. Seven Wonders Jewel and Wingspan have dropped out of the top five. Wingspan went to ten. Yeah. Seven Wonders Jewel went to six, and then Scythe and Terraforming Mars and Great Western Trail stayed in the top five in different order. Different, and different Vindication order. and Parks elbowed their way in. Yes, yes. Yes, I'll be interested to see when you're, when you're top five, when they disappear off the list. I don't think Great Western Trail ever will. Cows for life. Viva la cows. Shall we talk about what we've been playing? We have played some games, haven't we? What's been on the cards? We played pipe mats. We did play pipe mats. We played pipe mats with a bottle of wine between us, and I think my brain melted out of my ear halfway through the game because yes. I thought I was just like, "What?" It's a, it is, it's a cute little card game about laying down birds and getting numbers and collecting little collecting little collecting little cards. You seem to. You say it's a cute little card game. It's actually quite complicated. Well, it's quite matty. It, it's quite matty. Half a wine, yeah, half a bottle of wine yes. complicated. Or, um, and there's admin as well. There's not that much admin. No, no, but I'm trying to help you. I just, I think it's one of those games where it's like it was a little bit matty, and when you're not thoroughly on it, it's a bit like, oh, my brain's just. It, and also, it's one of those games where you need to, you need to be ready to take advantage of the combination should it present itself to you. Yes. And I wasn't ready. No, you weren't ready. You weren't Although prepared. I like the fact that the cards are in German, and now if we see a blackbird, I'm like, oh, an Emsel. <laughs> an Emsel. That is good. That is that is one benefit. And what else do we play? Terraforming Mars. Terraforming Mars. Yeah. We had a physical play of that recently, which is really fun because we like the cubes. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. We're we do like cubes. Good to jangle around. Yes. We played Vindication as well. That was recent. That, that we was good. We thoroughly enjoyed that. It's been good. Yeah, Pipe Max was an interesting little card game worth checking out by Lookout Games. Yeah, it is really sweet. I like, um, I'm really interested with nature narratives in yes, games. You, are. I, you like nature. Yeah. Nature and fan- magical creatures and fantasy creatures. And austere history. And austere history, yes. Yeah. So, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of austere history, to- tomorrow or this week or some point, we're going to be playing Brass Birmingham. That's Why pretty- is that austere? Because it's set What's in it like about? it's the industrial revolution in 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 the Midlands. Don't you think they were jolly times? I don't think they were jolly <laughs> times. I really don't. So it's about like it's about making and buying and selling like. Are we going to be goods. Peaky Blinders? We probably will do Peaky Blinder accents at some point. I assume that's part of the game. I assume there's a card that says you must now do some sort of brummy accent. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I thought, I thought, about, it. I thought about, about it too. I can see you think about it. Let's but do it privately. <laughs> we'll do it privately. Yes, we'll do it privately. And if we either of us any good at it, we'll share it next time. I don't think either of us would be very good. No, do I don't either. So we're going to play brass, and we're going to play anything else. That's probably maybe it. again banana grams. Why not? Made the top twenty. I just throw banana grams at you. <gasps> Abuse. We'll play, we'll play dodge banana grams. You know what? Nearly went on my list. What? Double. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that and I thought, if this goes on your list, I'm retiring the podcast. <laughs> you haven't got the power to retire the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're like, hello, everyone, and welcome to Double Episode Two. <laughs> it's a bit just double podcast. Yeah, it's a bit double fan podcast. <laughs> Well, maybe that's a good spin-off. I don't think people, so. I don't think there's enough legs in Double. Which, oh, Double has two legs. He has one leg. He's got two legs, the yeah, Double I, don't, I think. I think in reality he's got one leg, though, hasn't he? Well, 
Why? Because he's not going to make it very far, is he? He's got two legs. Also, he's like, yeah, he's not going to... He's got two legs, four fingers and a thumb. So (laughs) he can do loads with that. Loads. Hasn't got a brain, though. Need to make it a double. Um, Before we wrap up for today's episode, can I do a quick plug? You have waited now an hour, over an hour to make your plug. Please don't turn off because we're at the end of the episode. Please listen to my plug. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. See you next time. (laughs) Please subscribe and rate and review the podcast. We love seeing your reviews and we'd love to share the podcast further, wider. You know the drill. Come and find us on social. We're at Burble Games on Twitter and Instagram. We love having a natter, so come and nat with us. Uh, we have a website, should you want to visit. It's birdwoodgames.co.uk. And that's about all I have to plug today. Would you like to put anything in the plug hole? Uh, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the first time I've been asked that by a lady. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, oh. Well, let's put anything in the plug. No, I think, I think the plug hole's full. I'm I'm not going to make a joke. I'm just going to say goodbye to the listeners. Uh, We'll see you next time with another episode. And that's that, isn't it? That is that. That is that. So we'll say goodbye to the people. We will. Bye-bye. Conclusion. There it is. I didn't shout at this time, though.